In fact, if you come any closer, if you touch me or anything, I think I'll scream. Welcome to Bridezilla. I'm uh, on the couch with Monica Gingold. Um, I've uh, come across Monica over the years. Yep, a few um, times. Mainly uh, at weddings. Yep. I've caught in the last throws of running in and out or just making the bride more beautiful than what she already is, because let's face it, they're all gorgeous. Um, what Monica does is just enhance that. Um, so uh, I thought I'd bring her in and get to know her a little bit um, so you can get to know her a little bit better, understand her origin story, and also offer some vital tips and tricks uh, that you can uh, you, you need to think about uh, when you are planning uh, your makeup and your hair. So welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where have you come from? Well, um, I've been doing hair and makeup for about 13 years. Been doing weddings for most of that time. Well, it's, I think the, almost this exact same time. Yeah. When I went out on my own. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, which would explain why we've <laughs> been on so many together. Um, yeah, and I do. I've been doing lots of weddings over the last yeah sort of ten years, and I do a lot of commercial fashion work as well, photo shoots, music videos, fashion events, all different things. But what got you into weddings? Why weddings? Why makeup? Why hair and makeup? Um. And my I... brides in particular, I mean, fuck. I mean, come on. <laughs> Shit. Um, I started doing makeup as a teenager. I just, I was always quite creative and liked all different forms of art and makeup just really spoke to me. I like the dynamic working with people and I like making people feel pretty and be excited about the way that they look. And if you can make somebody um, feel good and make them feel like they look a little bit more special, then that's just a really nice thing to be able to do for someone. And what's more special than... A wedding. I've, mm. I've always loved weddings. I was always that little girl dressed up as a bride and down at the supermarket with my mum in like a wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no surprise I ended up working in the wedding industry. Yeah. I just I just love, you know, the whole thing. I love the, the side of it of the getting dressed up and the dress and the flowers and the hair and makeup. But I also love that it's such a special day for so many people mm. and the love and the excitement mm. and... Um, brings families together and yeah. just think that's such a lovely side of it. And um, yeah, I love doing the commercial work, but I guess when you're working with models, they get their makeup done all the time. They're very used to it. Mm. So sometimes they might not even look in the mirror at the end of wow. a makeup that you've just done. Yeah. Whereas when you do a bride and you do their makeup, they look in the mirror and they're just so excited and they look the best that they've ever looked in mm. their whole life. And I think that's such a special thing to have with someone and I get to do that every week. Did you, but how did you, did you fall into it or did you specifically go out and market yourself? Did you, was there a point in your, in, at time 13 years ago where you've gone, okay, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it or was it kind of just, you were good at it, friends and family knew about you and then you just started sort of yeah, doing the work that way? it was a little bit, it was a little bit of both. I think, yeah, it was, it was a way to, yeah, it was clients, it was work. Um, people were hearing that I was doing makeup and were recommending me to friends and then I realized that I was really good at it especially like the the dynamic of listening to brides and um, listening to what they liked and what they wanted and that sort of thing and being able to deliver that to them and then I was like oh yeah I'm, I'm quite good at this I could really do this all the time and I did market a little bit but I didn't really need to very much it was all the power of word of mouth was um, I learned very quickly that mm. it was um, so important and yeah before I knew it I had a very big bridal clientele without even really trying that wow. hard 
yeah so I was lucky and yeah um, you know you do a wedding and there might be five bridesmaids and then if she's the first in her group of friends to get married then eventually all those bridesmaids get married and you get passed around and I've yeah, gone yeah. through whole groups of friends where I've done all yeah. their weddings and um, but I don't think it was lo- I mean I've seen people in industry uh, and uh, those that are here now and those that aren't and uh, those that will go and will come I don't think luck has any I think I think if you're good if you're good if you're good you'll stick around if you're not good then it won't last you yeah. know it will you'll get a little bit of traction it'll end up somewhere but you'll 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 eventually like brides are really savvy you'll eventually be found out yeah they will hunt you yeah. down <laughs> and they'll see you for the imposter that you are yeah yeah you know? oh no it's true there's no there's no getting away with with crap mm. yeah no yeah. yeah yeah it's true you have to be good and you have to yeah you have to listen to clients and have that relationship. So how many did you start off doing when you when you first started out? Um, I guess it was it was just every now and then on the weekends. I'd mm. pick up a few here and there. But then all of a sudden it just felt like every weekend in summer it was booked. And then I realised it was getting to the point where for each weekend day in summer, because it's so sort of seasonal, mm. I would get more than more than one or two inquiries for each day. Were you so. working during the week then? What yeah, were you doing? yeah. So I always had... Photo shoots during the week, a couple of couple of days during the week, and then weddings on weekends. So, so were you ever not doing makeup? What were you doing no, in terms from, of work? No, uh, before makeup, I was in high school. Wow! So this is this is it's my life. It's been everything. Yeah, that's rare. Yeah, yeah. You know that's rare. Mo- uh, you know the 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 majority, I guess, sort of have their full time thing and their part time, and then eventually the part time becomes full time, and yeah. then. It, then you suddenly make enough money, then you go, well, this is real, and you can support yourself, you can have some baked beans, and you can buy a can opener. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I was lucky that I got started in it quite young, so I was still lived at home, so I didn't have that pressure of having to have a part-time yeah. job. But I did have I did have jobs, um, like employment jobs, but they were all makeup related, so I worked in like a family portrait studio, wow. doing makeup for um, families that would come in to have their photo taken together. I worked at a makeup counter, worked in a hair salon, but it was always hair and makeup related, but only did that for a little while and then was getting enough work as a freelancer mm. that I didn't need um, Did you do any specific courses? Or was it... I did. I did Diploma of Entertainment Makeup at Swinburne, which was full-time for a year, mm. straight out of school, and then I did Certificate 3 in hairdressing as a fast-track apprenticeship. So wow. a regular hairdressing apprenticeship is three or four years, and mm-hmm. you go to trade school one day a week, and the other days you're in the salon. So a fast-track is just the trade school, and then oh, wow. a month of salon at the end. So great to be a hairstylist if you want to be a full-time hairdresser doing cuts and colors probably not thorough enough Mm -hmm. but it was great for me i learned i learned how to do all of that sort of stuff not what i specialize in it's more the styling side Mm. but i learned so much in that year is it why did you take up hair in the first place was it just so you know the complete look yeah yeah i always i really liked both makeup is like painting and hair is like sculpture oh wow that's a nice way of looking at it. yeah so they they fill different parts of me creatively Mm. Um, and yeah, I'd been given advice early on that you, you, it will open so many more doors if you do both. And I really like doing both. So it's oh, just, wow. um, yeah, and you can create a whole look on someone, you know, hair and face. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And do you often, particularly with brides, do you often get to do hair and makeup? Yeah. Or is it one specifically? If it's a big group, I'll just do one and I'll probably just do makeup, but, um, I often do both. Yeah, or at least on the bride. I might do the bride's hair and makeup and then just the bridesmaid's makeup and get someone else in to do hair for everybody else. Now, everyone, everyone wants to hear disaster stories. 
There's got to be. I mean, it's, this is not called Bridezilla for just because I've plucked it out of the air, right? Yeah. It exists. And for me, um, just so you where I, when, because people ask me, have you had Bridezilla's? And I've gone, like, I like Bridezilla's. I'll tell you why. Because um, for me, they get shit done. Like, I, I don't. I love a bride that's assertive. I love a yeah. female that's assertive, that just knows what she wants. This is how I want it. This is where I want to be. Uh, this is how I want it to unfold. And those that are a little bit just wishy-washy, oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I like the whole approach that I'm really relaxed, but there's got to be an underlying, I guess, end goal. Uh, and for me, those that I think of bridezillas and uh, are not the ones that go, don't touch my fucking dress, uh, but more like, this is what I want. Get it done. If you're yeah. not getting it done, fucking why? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Assertive is good, but rude is a different... What's rude? Um, I think when you have lost sight of what is worth getting angry about, mm. um, especially if it's undeserved, but mm. because you are entitled to be angry at everybody and yell at people today because it's your day, I have a lot less tolerance for. But yes, an assertive woman and a woman who knows what she wants, I've got no issues with. Yeah. I wouldn't call that a bridezilla. Okay. I would just call that a woman who knows yeah, what yeah, she wants. Yeah. And those, I'm like that. That's yeah, fine. But those, you know, you're right. There, were, I, there was, I think it was in a room one time, which just me and the mother and the mother of the bride. Uh, sorry, the mother and the bride, and uh, I was filming, and the mother accidentally touched the bride's dress <laughs> or did something, and that awkward moment where she said, "Mum, told you not to touch my fucking dress." Yeah, it's like it's my day, and here I am thinking about running my kids to hospital and those sleepless <laughs> nights that they have, and yeah. all the stuff mums do, right? That uh, children soon forget about. Um, and then uh, I wanted to sink into the floor because I felt completely utterly awkward. And yeah. when mum walked out, I just sat down and I had a frank conversation with her. And she said, shit's not on, you can't do that, you know. But you're right, there is a very big distinct between I have the right to be pissed off at somebody just because. Yeah. It's my day. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, and going straight from sort of zero to ten yeah. without going, I'm going to ask a question before I get angry and figure out if this is worth getting angry about, mm. just going straight to 10. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's like, when did you get to 100 miles an hour when we were just yeah. walking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Have you had, um, have things gone wrong for you with um, hair and makeup? And are you able to bounce back from that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, there's always something, stuff always, not always, stuff often goes mm. wrong. There's a, it's a big day, there's lots of things. But yeah, I can always, um, I always keep my cool. I can always just work through it, sort through it. It's just about you as the artist staying calm, I guess, that often the brides will take their cues from you. Yeah. And it's about you not picking up on their anxiety, just putting that to the side, you holding your ground and staying calm, and then they pick up on that from you and yeah. solving the problem. And I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's their day and it's about giving them what they want. Um, within within yeah, reason. Within reason. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there have been times where it's, and it's interesting the way that people react. I, I did a wedding once where um, we'd done a trial and I recreated exactly what we did at the trial. And she looked in the mirror and she said, I hate it. And I was like, that's okay. That's cool. Just tell me what it is that yeah. you don't like. And she goes, can we just pin that like that? Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, sure. Shit. And we put a pin in. She goes, okay, now I love it. Oh. I was like, okay. <laughs> That was easily solved. Wow. So that's fine, you know, yeah. like, 
Um, it's just about figuring out what it is. But I, I could imagine that her saying, I hate it, because she went straight to 10, yeah. really throwing some artist. And then yeah. maybe they'd take the whole thing out. And actually, it was so minor. It was such a minor adjustment that it barely even needed to be changed. Wow. So. Um, so lesson learned, just keep you cool. Just keep you cool, yeah. yeah. It's more, I've seen stuff go wrong in other departments and as a hair and makeup artist, I'm there witnessing it happening. Yeah. And same thing, like not picking up on that anxiety and bringing that into the hair and makeup. Like yeah. I once did a wedding where the dressmaker was sewing the dress in the kitchen in the morning while we were doing it, it still wasn't finished. And she was just, she was just so upset and... Yeah. Um, I remember her saying, she was like, what do I do if it's not, do I wear like a dress out of my cupboard? Like, what, what am I going to wear? Oh, wow. And just <laughs> like, it was, I just thought it was like such a funny way of thinking about it. But yeah. I just had to stay calm and just be like, reassure her that at least, at least her face was going to look yeah, good. Yeah. And it did get finished and it was fine. But yeah, you there see, was anxiety was running really high in that house that it's morning. It's interesting so. when you see, you're, you're right, when you see things fall. Yeah, around you. Around you that fall apart and you really just... By you getting anxious about it, you're adding to, you know, yes. if you can kind of just, you know, you pull it back and, you know, yeah. the drill. I had a bride very recently texting me on the phone. Um, I, and you're aware with Stones of the Yarra Valley and like they, they, they're a clockwork there. They're amazing, like tight ship. They get things done. Um, and ceremony was at five o'clock. She didn't arrive to 10 to six. Right. Uh, she's. I'm getting text messages and I could feel myself getting angry because of the stupidity of the driver making a left instead of a yeah. right turn and um, wanting to assume a position as soon as I saw him. To, How dare you, you know? But just to say, get in the car. She was crying. I got in the back seat just before the driveway. She was crying and all you have to do is just, it's done. Yeah. Just diffuse just it as, yeah, just it. move on and yeah. you're in a dress, you're looking gorgeous. He's waiting for you. He's upright and he's breathing. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah. So good. I did. I did have an experience once where I had travelled to do a wedding. It was quite far away, so I'd stayed the night before, and we had arranged that I would be in her room at nine o'clock to start. And at eight thirty, she rang me and yelled at me, "Where was I?" And I was like, "Well, I'm just, just down. You know, I was in the like the next cottage kind yeah. of thing." Um, and it was only 8.30, like I was yeah, just yeah. starting to pack up my yeah. bag and everything. Yeah. She'd either forgotten to tell me or what there'd been a miscommunication that she was expecting me there at 8.30, but I, I did check my email and it was, yeah, you yeah, know, somewhere yeah. that the message hadn't gotten to me that she was expecting me at 8.30 um, and absolutely yelled at me, like just the, just like the most aggressive, like abusive, it was just awful. And I was like, okay. I now have to go and do this girl's makeup. She's just been so rude to 100%. me and she's so angry. And I had to walk into that room and it, it was, things were just so tense. And I was just oh, like, wow. had to make a decision about how I was going to handle it. And I just walked in with arms wide open. I was like, I'm here, oh, wow. don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> and I gave her a big hug and you just can't, yeah. you can't be awkward after somebody does that. And yeah, it was yeah. completely fine and we didn't run late and there was, there was just no reason for it to have been so wow. um, negative. And I did feel much better when she did the same thing to the florist, so. Wow. So okay. then I was so like, okay, know. this wasn't about me. This so was all then, about her. So that, that goes back, that goes back to the earlier point where I said there's pretenders, there's imposters and there's not. Now, you can be talented at what you do. Uh, you can be talented at you know, delivering a, a product. 
but it's the delivery of the product that will make or break you. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Uh, it's about being good with people. Yeah, I correct. Think. So you, yeah. I've, I've seen some incredibly talented photographers who are just mind-blowing, but they're not around today because they were just as rude as fuck. You know, <laughs> yeah. it will work with one or two or three or four weddings, but eventually people are going to don't want to be told off by the photographer on the day. Do you know what I mean? No. It yeah. makes no sense. And you going in there and not having getting your back up is is a small difference, but makes all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 definitely. And it was funny because she emailed me like two days later and was like, thank you so much. It was just got so many compliments on my hair and makeup and you were so amazing and you were so calm and this oh, and wow. that. And then she said something like, I am sorry that I yelled at you. I'm sure it's just um, must be, you know, occupational hazard or something. And I just want to write back and be like, actually, no, no you're the only person that's ever But I just didn't reply. I was like, we'll just leave that there. Oh, wow. So where, where are you at now with your, your point in your career? You contacted us recently and said, look, can you take down Monica Gingold uh, because we were some, someone that referred you. Where are you now? After 13 years, where, yeah. where, where are you at? So I am doing lots more commercial work, fashion advertising and bit of stuff with sort of celebrities and influencers and that sort of stuff, which I really love. And um, I still love doing weddings, but my issue is the committing sort of six months to a year ahead to a job when I don't know what commercial job is going to get booked in a week week before. So um, I've decided to step away from weddings a little bit, but I've set up my own bridal hair and makeup agency called Tonic. And um, I've got an amazing team of hair and makeup artists that I've been working with for years that did my bridesmaids and my mum and my in-laws for my wedding and do weddings with them all the time. And I still want to make sure that clients are being looked after. And I feel like if I step away completely, there's sort of leaving a bit of a hole in the, in the market. And um, I've gotten the most amazing team that can look after clients that I completely trust. And I have a business partner, Tully, who manages all the bookings and... You know, sometimes when clients are shopping around for makeup artists, they find it really hard dealing with makeup artists because while we're out on jobs, we're not replying to emails and then there's such a long wait time for mm. makeup artists to get back to you, which is a really common issue. And I know as the makeup artist, I do it to people, but it's just yeah. slightly unavoidable. But because it's going to be through an agent, there will always be someone on email and on the phone that they can talk to and um, then they're not being forgotten. And so really great for the artists. They have somebody talking to their clients for them. Great for the clients. They've always got someone that they can contact, even if the makeup artists are busy. And yeah, I think it's just a really great team. And I think clients will really be mm. safe with anybody that they book from Tonic. They're really How well do you quality after. control that? What do you, you know, you, you've got certain artists and yep. then as the nature of any business, you'll find people move on and other people come out. What, how do you set benchmarks in your quality control to ensure that not only are they delivering gorgeous products, yeah. but that delivery is also Yeah, amazing. yeah, great, great people yeah. as well, yeah. So they're all artists that I like know personally, work with, go on weddings with all the time, so I've seen them in action and I completely trust them. I see the way they talk to clients, I see the way they do their consultation and that they're figuring out who they're working with and they are all really, really good at that. This isn't an agency where a makeup artist can just be like, oh, hey, can you be my agent? And we'll just take anybody on. It's not like that. People right. have to get in, basically. And um, we also do a little bit of update training. So when new products come out or techniques come out, I'll get the whole team together and oh, we'll fantastic. do a bit of workshopping yeah. and just to make sure everybody's skill set is up to date and that across the board, everybody's um, really consistent in the work that they do. So yeah, and if there was ever an issue, we would be on it straight away. We, we are very careful about who we represent and 
yeah, I just want to always be able to say to clients, whoever you book from Tonic will be good. And I thoroughly, thoroughly believe in that and believe right. in the team. And we really look after the team to make sure that, yeah, they don't grow out of us too quickly when they get good or when they sort of reach a level in their mm. career that maybe they want to move on. It's actually worth it for them to stay with us. Perfect. So, um, yeah, it's really, it's become like a family and it's just such a lovely, lovely group of girls. We have a no divas policy. So <laughs> Leave your diva at the door. Wow, the brides nice. can be the divas, that's fine, yeah. but definitely not the artists. Oh, wow, that's, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah, it's great. So where's, where's Monica in five years? Where is she? What's she doing? That's what does she look like? Good question. Five years. Five years. Um, I'd like to still be doing hair and makeup. I can't imagine myself doing anything else. Mm. I hope that Tonic has grown just to an even higher level. Mm. All the artists are busy every weekend or during the week as well. If you know, there's enough work to go around. Mm. And um, I would still, I'd like to be doing just more of the same of what I'm doing now. I think the work that I'm doing is really great. I love my clients. Just more bigger and better, I guess. Mm. Just higher, higher level and maybe a bit more travel, maybe brand ambassadorship um, oh. with some makeup brands, maybe have some products available to buy, mm. would be cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, Who knows? It's gorgeous. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think, I think setting goals is really important, but I also think being flexible with your goals is even mm. more important because things change and people change. And maybe if someone had said to me five years ago, where do you think you'll be? I wouldn't have necessarily said having my own agency. Yeah. But in time, it just it grew, and the need for it for me was just becoming more and more obvious. So, I think, um, yeah, my goals are pretty flexible. It's just about growing, I guess. Mm. I just don't want to get stale in anything that I do. Well, I think um, I just read recently Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, uh, turned around and he said, um, and it was really it's when you think about it, and the more you think about it, the more it makes sense. It says, uh, perspective drives performance. Yeah, you know it. Uh, it's amazing what the way you see the world and where you see yourself heading affects the way you perform in your day-to-day -day task in order to make that happen. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's fascinating, and being able to move. Yeah, and being not being too rigid. That, too rigid. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Yeah, for a long time I thought I'd, I'd move overseas. I thought I would have ended up living in the states, mm. and I did really follow that dream for a really long time. But just as my life changed, it just that. Goals seemed... What changed? Um, oh, I met a really nice guy. <laughs> you met a really nice guy. I did, yeah. And then we got a house and then we got married and now we're just living a really, really amazing life here that I just couldn't imagine. If, if something came up and I got the opportunity to go, 100% I would follow mm. it, but to try and make it happen for myself just started to feel less and less important. Yeah. Whereas I guess when I was single, that really was such a drive, but... Um, mm. Yeah, I could have potentially lost the best thing in my life to chase a dream that wasn't relevant for me mm. anymore. And wow, yeah, wow, so, that's that's powerful, right? Yeah, to be able to see that because then you might get to the other end and going, "Fuck, yeah, what did I leave Chase behind? the wrong thing. Yeah, 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 I opened the wrong door. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I do think Andrew does. My husband does music, and yeah, I guess because of the sort of work that I do, we're both freelancers. That it's still definitely on the cards to mm. do something overseas, but. Who knows what that is and where and what that looks like. Is parenthood in the horizon at all? I'd say in the next five years, wow. that would be realistic. I'm 32, so I can't wait. Then can't everything wait fucking long. changes. <laughs> everything <laughs> changes. Yeah. Wow. But I say it's a bit hard to have a baby when you're married to one. <laughs> well, my wife would say we've got four kids when I say yeah. we've only got three. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, 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 
future plans definitely, mm. but I, I, um, I can't imagine it like right now. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. Who knows? Tips and tricks. Yep. What, 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 what does a bride need to prepare herself when she's leading up to the wedding day and she's thinking about hair and makeup? What are some of the things that you can, she can, you can give her so it could go into a suitcase of arsenal? Yeah. Sort of, you know, <laughs> yeah. Go into it yeah, ready. Um, I guess when you're thinking about the hair and makeup that you're going to have on the day, there's a few things to consider, like obviously like your dress. So things like if you've got quite a full skirt i always think sometimes when brides pull their hair back too tight then they've got this like little head and this mm. big skirt so you want to have a bit of balance so you might need a hair that's got a little more volume or to balance out and same with like if you have quite a straight slimline dress you don't want to have this enormous hair because then you're like this big bobble head and like this lollipop sort of body so um yeah thinking about the dress obviously what works or if you've got like beautiful neckline detail you don't want to have your hair down that's sort of swamping it so yeah. things like that but also i guess what what do you normally do how do you normally like the way that you look I think sometimes people get really excited and they want to do everything and then they on the day they end up looking like a completely different person that they've never looked like that ever in their life and then um, they only look like that on their wedding day and it's really just not them so I think try and think about like if you normally part your hair a particular way or you normally have straight hair or curly hair I think you know you want to look special obviously mm. but you still want to look like yourself mm. so um, and I think sometimes people see a picture and they go, oh, the, look at this picture of Beyonce. She's so beautiful. And it's like, if you've got, you know, really pale skin yeah. and short blonde hair and you're looking at Beyonce, it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, um, you have to be real, a little bit realistic, mm -hmm. I guess, about where you're taking your inspiration from. So I think pic pictures of um, hair and makeup where like the hair is maybe the same color as yours or the skin is a similar color. So you picking pictures that are a little more mm -hmm. realistic. Um, and yeah, just having a trial, I guess, is so important so that you can check that you like the makeup that your artist does, but also that you like their personality and you want them around you on the day. Because it's, good. it's um, yeah, you don't want someone that you actually just don't really get along with, mm. that you don't click with in this far from your face for an hour on the morning of your wedding. On you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah. Um, yeah, you want somebody that really understands you and is listening mm. to you. But also, it's really important for clients to take advice from their artist because sometimes the artist might see something that they don't mm. and um, sometimes clients can get very stuck in like they want this 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 and it's mm. like actually this could be so much better for you yeah. why not you know give it a go and just see how it goes and um, might be something new for you that's handy it's good yeah it's great <laughs> all right now i borrowed this off tim ferris um so excuse me tim ferris but uh a billboard seen by a million people what would you write on it <laughs> I don't know. What would you write? Uh, okay. What comes to mind? Um, you can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. Yes. That's my best quote in life. Yeah. You can, have, you, have you learnt from that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you want something to be different, it's up to you to, to change and yeah, make that happen. Something. Yeah, something. Yeah. In order to get a different result. Yeah. It's the same thing as you're going to go you fucking insane. Yeah. And why is it not changing? Well, hello. Yeah, you're not doing anything, not different, doing anything different to make that happen. You're still nine to five doing what you're doing and, you know, yeah. Um, a book that you could, a book that you would love to give away, a book that you've bought that you just want to give to friends to read. Yeah. What, what would be that book? Um, well, it's a makeup book, um, <laughs> of course. Uh. 
<laughs> um, Ray Morris's all her books are fantastic. She's an Australian makeup artist, and um, I've been collecting her books for years. But her most recent one, um, it's just this like encyclopedia of makeup, and it's like if you read that book, you know everything about makeup. Oh wow! It's amazing. That powerful. Very and yeah. That detailed. Yeah, very very detailed, and just goes into techniques that even most makeup artists wouldn't even have a concept of. It's just so oh, thorough. Just, yeah. Australian. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. She's Fantastic. a gum. Yeah. And last thing, something you've purchased under a hundred bucks, yeah, hundred dollars, that's been so useful. Hmm, that's a good. That's a good question. What real use out of it. Um, I don't know. I have to. I might have to think about that for a second. I'm like going through my house. I'm like, what's in my bedroom? <laughs> what's be in a, it my? Could be a, an article of clothing. Yeah. It could be, could be anything. Because um, most things under 100 bucks now is... It's not much. Like, it's not yeah. Much. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. Because I've got, I've got a, my youngest is three years old, so $100 is not big anymore, so you can imagine when she gets 18, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a good question. I've got a couple of funny ones. I'm trying to think of things we got for our wedding, because that's like the most recent Do things it. that have yeah, been yeah. brought into our life. Um, I would say... Um, <laughs> an electric spiralizer that turns zucchini into zucchini noodles. That's just like the best thing ever. That's changed my life. Because <laughs> I don't eat, I don't eat pasta anymore. It's really so what good. Do you, you take this and what it turns into pasta? Yeah, it turns zucchini into pasta, like into like ribbons, and then like Andrew makes really good bolognese, and then you don't have to have spaghetti bolognese. You, you have don't have the pasta anymore. No. <laughs> Oh, is that a random answer? Spike anymore? <laughs> carbs. It's sleep for a while. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah, and they're like they're under a hundred bucks and they're really good. Damn, I'm going out <laughs> to find myself one. Um, or the or the other thing that I'd say. What's that? I have an eye mask. I sleep with an eye mask. That's the best thing ever. Really? Yeah. That you don't panic? No. That your eyes are covered? No, I like it. <laughs> it's like I put it on and it says to my brain, now it's sleep oh, time. So and I just good. go straight into the that's into good. the sleep zone. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 God, I, I, I lie in bed for like two hours. Yeah, try it. Yeah, I get it. I've got a, fl a fluffy one. <laughs> you should have bought it. So actually the best thing is my, my best friend introduced me to the concept of an eye mask and then, so then I started wearing one and then she went overseas and forgot hers and went to like the chemist, she was in New York and went to the pharmacy and bought one. And when she woke up in the morning, she was like, that was the best eye mask ever and said to her husband, I have to go back to the chemist and buy one for Monica. And her husband was like, why? <laughs> so, so when your man's lying in bed and he's talking to you at night, you go, yes, honey, I'm listening, I'm listening. Yeah, I oh know he knows when the eye mask goes on, it's the end of the conversation, it's over. Get it before the eye mask, get it before the eye mask goes on. Thank you. Pleasure. It's been great. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Pleasure, thanks for having me. Done. <laughs>